<clears throat> In a world where two amateur podcasters try to solve unsolved crimes comes just unsolved, solved, 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 with your hosts, Mac and Mavy. There you go, there's the intro. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you got something better? <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Just Unsolved, hosted by Mav and Mac, as usual. What's up, everybody? Today, we're not going to do an unsolved case, but we're just going to be looking back at one of the notorious evil killers that is known to this world, Jeff to this day. Is. Yes. We'll have a few unsolved mysteries here and there. We'll have just an episode uh, talking about one specific serial killer and his and his, his actions of what he did and his uh, timeline of what he did. I'm not going to fucking call it a career because that's not a fucking career. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you do for a living? Oh, I kill people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I travel. That's what it is. I tra- yeah, I'm a traveler. All right, so Maverick, who are we going to be talking about today? So, ladies and gentlemen, the serial killer slash murderer we are talking about today is none other than Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker, and I'm sure people who are a fan of true crime have definitely heard his name thrown out there every once in a while and or know exactly who he is and what all he has done. So... Let's give a little background on him, shall we? Richard Ramirez was born in Texas in 1960. Overall, he had killed about 14 people, and he had tortured at least two dozen more. He did all of his killings in the summer of 1985, mostly during the spring. Um, A lot of people don't really know how he became to be. But as I've said previously in the first episode, a lot of these serial killers and murderers they have a lot of childhood trauma as well as injuries towards the head. And it does show here that after an accident, he did uh, develop some epilepsy problems. And he had multiple head injuries when he was younger. Multiple. Uh, he was also knocked unconscious by something, by a swing at age five. Yeah. And then he began experiencing epileptic fits. And then a little bit more into like what drove him a little bit more to become a little bit more insane-ish when it comes, or a little bit more uh, morbid when it comes to his thoughts of women. Uh, When he was 12 years old, according to reports, a cousin of his who was in the Vietnam War, because he was born into a really big family, but his siblings, he was, he had five siblings and he was born into a Mexican immigrant family. His cousin, who came back from the Vietnam War, showed him pictures of Vietnamese women who he had allegedly raped, tortured, and killed. 
the following year to that, Ramirez witnessed his cousin's uh, fatal shooting of his wife. So his Ramirez his watched wife. his cousin do exactly what he did to those women, basically. He, like, raped her and then killed her. Yep. And around that time, because even though Ramirez is – the, the Night Stalker is known to stalk women, go into their house, you know, do some unspeakable things to them, and then kill them. Sexually assault was, them and then murder yes, them. He was also a burglar. Mm-hmm. And that's what he started out as. He after that, after he saw all that traumatic shit, he just uh, resorted to violence and breaking into homes. He dropped out of high school. Uh, he dropped out of L- school in ninth grade. Yep, he dropped out of school as soon as he got to high school, and then he moved to L.A. and com- uh, continued to do some stealing and some breaking yeah. into cars and shit. So when he moved to California, he started to get into cocaine addiction, burglary. And then he was arrested a few times in L.A. for Grand Theft Auto. And then, well, he was arrested in 1981 and then 1984. At that point, he started to neglect his own hygiene. Like, he started to just completely not care about himself. Stinky ass. So he was a junkie and then clearly not in the right state of mind. But to be fair, to be fair, I wouldn't be in the right state of mind either if, you know, my cousin showed me a bunch of pictures of women getting raped and then freaking... While you were literally a kid. Kid, and then watching it happen right in front of me a couple... The the next year. Yeah. 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 So, his first incident that happened was his victim that he took was back in June 28, 1984. It was a 79-year-old victim, Jenny Winco. He sexually assaulted her, stabbed her, and killed her in her own home when he tried to uh, break in and steal some stuff. And from there, basically, he's wrote on to what he did. So the next time he killed was only nine months later, in March 17th of 1985. This is where the big, uh, this is where the real uh, road starts to come through. So. On March 17th in 1985, he attacked Maria Hernandez, who managed to escape and then kill her roommate, Dale Okazai. Not satisfied with those two people, he killed someone else, uh, Tisai Lia Yu. I can't yeah. pronounce it. I apologize. Yeah. But that yeah. same evening, trying to, I guess, keep that adrenaline high. I don't know. And then, 10 days later, on March 27th, he had murdered 64-year-old Vincent Zazara. 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 And Zazara's 44-year-old wife, Maxine. Using, uh, like, that's when he started to develop his pattern for a killer. And I'm not trying to... you know how every killer... Yeah, we're not trying to like yeah. say it's a good thing, but every serial killer, if you really get into serial killing and you actually like find it not interesting that people kill people, but you want to know like what what's going on up in there, mm-hmm. all serial killers are pretty much most of them have a mark. Yeah, either it's like if you watch the show Dexter for a reason, he cuts a, a line right here in your cheek and takes some of your blood. That's his mark. So if they found your face. If they found seven faces that he killed, every face would have that cut on it because that's his mark. That's his pattern, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, soon after that, he did a few other victims as well as 
he started to get into uh, satanic vibes and started to do rituals on the people that he had murdered. And then um, uh, that's when the LA police started to create a dedicated task force to step in and finally. I just want to say something about the Maxine part. I didn't know if you wanted to get into this, but the timeline that I see has a little bit of a gruesome detail of what he did to her. Okay, go for it. So it's not crazy. It's not crazy gruesome. But if you are a fragile heart, yeah, a squeamish or a fragile heart person, cover yours. Um, So basically, the police found Maxine. And when they found her, he had carved or he had uh, stabbed her severely several times like several 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 times and then there was a t carving on her left breast and when i mean carving i mean he took out a piece of flesh like he didn't cut her to make a t he literally cut out a t in her body and then gouged her eyes out and the eyes were not found but that's the autopsy also determined that all of these things were post-mortem. So she was already dead. He killed her and then stabbed her a lot more than he should have. And then just destroyed her and then left a T on her. But back to what you were saying. Yeah. So yeah, he was starting to get well before even all of these killings, he started to get into satanic rituals and he's had satanic, uh, vibes and stuff like that so to a point to where i want to say it was either tattooed or carved he has the star on his hand i want to say his left hand this is one of the quotes that he had given i want to say he had given during his trial he said as i quote we've all got the power in our hands to kill but most people are afraid to use it the ones who aren't afraid control life itself that's it's pretty fucked but also at the same time it's it's low-key very fucked but it's also low-key a very true statement and it's um, it's yeah. fucked that i am it's fucked that i'm agreeing with him but if you have the ability to murder without what is the word like without remorse <clears throat> you have the control of life if you like if you end somebody's life you just controlled their life you know what i mean and it's fucked that he thinks that way and it's fucked that that's how he's coming across it, that he has the power of life. You know what I mean? But, like, man, you know that's, so, that's such an eerie, that's such an eerie fucking sentence. Like, if I was sitting in that room and I heard that come out of this motherfucker's mouth, I'd be like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's such a, that's, like, it's, it's so fucked. Man. So, in total, he had 13 counts of murder, five assaulted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 14 burglaries. But listen to this, though. He also had a weird fucking motive, too. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Never mind, never mind. I am looking at a different Richard, not Richard Chase. Well, this this murderer, Richard Chase, he would attempt to enter a home of a woman, but when finding her doors were locked, he walked away. Chase later told detectives that he took locked doors as a sign that he was not welcome but that unlocked doors were an event invitation to walk in. That is a completely different uh, person, but. Uh, bro, like, it's so, f- 
fucked how like it's so fucked how fucked their logic is but it's logic like yeah. you know like you if you really like stop and forget the fact that he's like i'm not saying for, like forget it completely but just about that one sentence where he says walk into the house if you forget he's a murderer and somebody says if the door's locked obviously i can't come in if the door's unlocked that means i can come in mm-hmm. that's a that's a true statement but it's fucked you know what i mean yeah like <laughs> but listen to it this just, like it's so I... fucked I find like quotes from serial killers super interesting because their mind and the way they process things and the way they talk is just a completely different level. It's and, it's it's morbid logic because yeah. there's there's valid and I don't want to say valid because it's not valid to what they do. It's valid to what they think. Like like they think shit. So like yeah. Like almost literally. Like if somebody's doors unlocked Obviously, you can walk in, but if you don't know them, you're not going to walk into their house. But obviously, if a door's unlocked, you can go into it. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's like, it's logical, but it's like the, the dumb version of logic. I don't know how to explain it. I know what you mean. So <laughs> listen to, I know we're talking about Richard, but I want you to listen to a few other quotes from Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy, okay? All right. This is Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. yeah. My consuming lust was to experience their bodies. I viewed them as objects, as strangers. It is hard for me to believe a human being could have done what I've done. I mean, it does look like he's reminiscing on something, but it doesn't, to me, seem like he's moved on. It, to me, seems like he's confessing what he felt, but it's hard for him to believe that a normal person oh, I got you could now. do what he did. Yeah, like, yeah, to yeah, me, it's sense. saying that he is higher, because he's like, how could a human being do this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, as he, if like, he, yeah. Cause he didn't say he was sorry or nothing. He just said, my lust was their bodies. I viewed them as objects, as strangers. It's hard to believe a human being could do what I did. I got you. That's like some, that's like some Eminem bars, bro. <laughs> like if you really think about it, like I know it's fucked, but that's some shit Eminem would say, bro. Like I viewed them as objects, their bodies as strangers. It's hard to believe a human being could do what I do. Yeah. Yeah, basically saying he's not a human. That's that's how I took it. Like this motherfucker. No, was no, he's that like makes some sense. God yeah. or something. You know what I mean? So Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't think ever said he's sorry because he no, wasn't. No. I don't think he ever looked back and he changed, bro. Because he was still fucked up in the fucking in jail. He was fucked yeah. like right before death row. He was fucked. <sighs> I listen to this one by Ted Bundy. Ted, bro, I love Ted Bundy. Like ready? I don't love him, but I, his case is fucking interesting, dude. Yeah, you bro. ready? I probably already know it, but yeah, go ahead. Ten Bundy quote, we serial killers are your sons, we are your husbands, and we are everywhere. And there will be more of your children dead tomorrow. Facts. I heard that. I'm pretty sure that was uh I'm pretty sure that was in the trial, wasn't it? I don't think it was like in the trial, because even throughout the entire trial and even after the trial, he completely believes that he did not do it himself or he tries to put on the motion he didn't do it at all. No, I mean like when when fact when he was interviewing. Oh, I thought when no when he got when he got caught with the teeth marks. Like when they really caught his ass, he stopped. He stopped. He stopped acting like he wasn't guilty. I don't think so. Or at least in the movie, the 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 one with Zac Efron. That's how Zac Efron. Uh, I don't like nah with Zac Efron. Because he because yeah because he started to like tear up in the court and then he got really fucking angry. 
like it really fucking though. angry. They could. They. I don't think that actually went down though. Down like that. Yeah. No. I mean, either way, it was. It was. It was still a good. It was still good. It was still good. Zach Efron did a really good Ted Bundy. I don't think anybody else besides the guy who played you, the dude who plays in you. Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, he would have been a really good Ted Bundy. Yes, but even though. Zach Efron did really look a lot like him, especially when he grew out his beard. I'm assuming the beard that he had in the film was not actually his. It was just mm-hmm. a lot more fake, mm-hmm. but like, mm-mm, mm-mm. was it actually real? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my, the scene that really like stuck it for me of how well he looked like him was when um, he was in jail and he was being interviewed and he had his hand like this with his beard and shit. And he's like, ah, no, no. I, I, I completely like, he was like laughing off the fact that he was being accused of all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, they, yeah. And then at the very end, they showed the actual footage and how they basically yeah. recreated it, like side to side. And I remember from the trial when I was watching it too. I'm like, damn, he looks a lot, looks like, a lot him, like him. Yes, bro. I mean, I'm not so sure about his physique because physique, Zac yeah. Efron is actually really fucking fit. He's actually buff as fuck. And he has his own workout program. Exactly. And Ted Bundy. <laughs> He was, was able to fuck. escape his jail by cutting a hole and literally starving himself to lose weight and become super fucking, super fucking skinny. And then the that, yeah, and then he fell and broke his fucking foot or sprained his ankle or something. Yeah, he, I think he sprained his ankle because he tried to uh, no. Yeah, he tried to land in the bush. Yeah, because in his jail cell, he ca- he tried to prepare himself for the fall. Fall, yeah, and he would do uh the the jump down from the. Uh, bed, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would draw. He would try to reach the highest point in his room and try to jump, and then he would walk it's, ten miles to try to keep up his endurance when he was running away from the courthouse. Yeah. But I think, but that whole case is honestly so fucked because he literally escaped twice. The first time it was from his jail cell. He literally left, came back because he literally had no other choice. The second time, you're going to fucking leave him alone in a courtroom with the window open? Are you fucking stupid? It blows my mind. But this is not about Ted Bundy. But we're going back. This is not about any of them. We're back to Richard Ramirez, ladies and gentlemen. Here's another very, very famous quote that is to this day, like, way more famous than all the other ones that I've said about him. He said when being asked a question, big deal. Death always went with the territory. See you in Disneyland. He, at, at one point, I want to say he sharpened his teeth to a point. Yeah. Yeah, so he could, uh... Like, chew well, out his victims. Yep. No, that was Dahmer, wasn't it? No. Because, no, Ted Bundy never changed his teeth. Because that's how they caught him. He had. Well, he I'm had talking about Richard Ramirez. Oh, Richard Ramirez? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, said yeah, we're yeah, going yeah, back yeah. to Richard Ramirez. My bad. My bad. Unless I My said bad. it wrong. Uh, let me see. My bad, but yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I already got the picture. Look, I already got the picture. You want me to show you? Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I'm pulling it up, dude. He's one he, he like cut out motherfucker. He like, he, like, got rid of these teeth, like, in between your canines and your middle teeth yeah. or whatever, he got rid of those and then sharpened his canines and his middle teeth. Yeah. But his bottom was left normal. So fucked, dude. And it's so interesting. Fucked. Do you... 
it's I don't know why, but it's serial killers that with long hair, with short hair, it definitely like changes their entire look. Look, yeah. With the beard. Especially back to Ted Bundy. Like he would grow yeah. out his hair, grow a beard, completely different. Shave his shave his head and then keep the beard completely different. Like, different. He's he would also literally part his hair differently and it would look and he would look different too yeah exactly it fucking blows my mind all right so two months after killing the zazara couple ramirez attacked a chinese couple harold Wu, age 66 who was shot in the head and his wife gene Wu, age 63 who was punched bound and then violently sexually assaulted for unknown reasons ramirez decided to leave her alive and then uh, it's still considered attempted murder, but it's like, I mean, yeah, but still, but still, what, he, like, what I, made him say, uh, "Not this, not this one"? Yeah, exactly. A couple days after that, Ramirez attacked on May thirtieth, nineteen eighty-five. Ramirez attacked Mavilia Keller, eighty-three, and her disabled sister, Blanke Wolf, eighty, beating each with a hammer. Ramirez attempted to rape Keller, but failed. Using lipstick, he drew pentagrams on Keller's thighs, on Keller's thigh, and on the wall in the bedroom. Wolf survived the attack. The next day, Ruth Wilson, 41, was bound and raped and sodomized by Ramirez, while her 12-year-old son was locked in the closet. Ramirez slashed Wilson once and then bound her and her son together and left. And it's it's and it's going. He's going after people that can honestly not even defend themselves, Mm-mm. like a fuck. like uh, old ass people, and yeah, then like, disabled people, or like a mom with her son. Yeah, like people who are weak, not weak, but like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like they're still weak. Like no matter like there's multiple there's multiple definitions to the word weak, and what we mean by weak is like physically they will not be able to stop a man mm-hmm. from. What, like, it's, it's so fucked me saying that. Yeah, well, but basically what we're saying is they aren't physically strong. They're not strong. Mm-hmm. Like, a 12-year-old kid will not stop a man uh, uh, unless she's a bodybuilder. The wife probably won't stop him. Like, disabled grandma isn't yeah. going to stop him. And so on June fucked. 2nd of 1985, Edward Wolgans, 29, was shot and killed by Ramirez. His girlfriend was raped several times by Ramirez, but had survived. From early June through July, three more women were killed. Two had their throats slit. One was beaten to death, and all three had their homes invaded. July 5th, 1985. 16-year-old Whitney Bennett survived after being beaten with a tire iron by Ramirez. Fucking A, dude. July 7th, 1985. Linda Fortuna. Linda, Linda Fortuna. 63 was attacked and Ramirez tried to rape her but failed. So he's getting sloppy. I guess, yeah. Basically, he's letting a lot of people survive. Yeah, but who knows? It could have been his way of fucked up of like, here, I'll leave this one alive so that everyone else can be scared and shit. Yeah. On July 20th, 1985, in Sun Valley, Ramirez shot and killed a 32 year old man. Shatat Asawahim and his wife, Sakima, 29. They were beaten and forced to perform oral intercourse 
Ramirez then collected valuables and proceeded to leave. Later in the same day, Glendale couple Maxon Needing Needing He was 66 and his wife Layla, who was also 66 were shot and their corpse mutilated. So like he has like a definite pattern, but like it doesn't make sense to go to one couple's house, have them do the sexual acts that he's committing, doesn't kill them, takes a few things, leaves, but then goes to an immediate different house and blows their brains out. And then fucks Oh, wait, no, 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 no. He killed the man. I thought he didn't kill the man. He did kill the guy, but the wife was not killed, but was beaten and then made him do the sexual acts and then he already killed one person he goes so basically what he does is he kills the husband in front of the wife then fuck then uh, then does shit to the wife and then kills her or leaves her alive yeah and then then goes to another family yeah fucking destroys them so it sounds like he's like oh this one didn't satisfy me let me go to another place to get the, the adrenaline high or something like that or maybe like like you can because, like, like you can try to think and come up with excuses of like why he did this why he did that but this dude he is there's no logical reason yeah. for this because yeah. like it's all over the place like there's there's some ages that are repetitive but like this dude's just fuck one thing's for sure it's couples it's always two people oh yeah always oh, yeah. two people and can, and don't you think it's interesting that if the couple is besides the 16 year old Whitney Bennett and Linda yeah so like everybody else has had the two but that was, those i feel like i low key feel like with Whitney and Linda it was like i don't want to say in the moment, because I feel like all of them are, but it's more like he was planning to go do something and then he saw them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like, oh shit. And now he's got to do this real quick before he goes and does that. So I feel like the Whitney Bennett and the Linda Fortuna wasn't supposed to happen because he failed. Yeah. Both of them, he failed. So I feel like he was ner- like, he it wasn't, wasn't planned. Prepared. Yeah, but he yeah, wasn't yeah. prepared for it. Yeah. But do you find it funny how? When he goes for people who are elderly or people who are too young, he kills them, beats them with normal weapons, right? But then as soon as he gets to somebody who's middle-aged that actually has the strength and has the capacity to probably beat the fuck out of him or can at least he fight back, their brains out. he uses a gun. So he's a fucking coward. He try he picks his victims so that he knows he has a chance, or not even a chance, but like he knows he's going to be able to get the job done. Succeed, yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. August 6, 1985, Ramirez shot both Christopher Peterson, age 80, or read that backwards, age 38, (laughs) and his wife, Virginia, age 27, in the head. Miraculously, both of them survived. In the head? In the head, and both of them survived. Two days later, on August 8th, Ramirez attacked a diamond bar couple, fatally shooting... Ahmed, Ahmed Zia, age 35, before raping, sodomizing, and forcing Zia's wife, Sukai, 28, to perform felatio on him? In August 17th of 1985, Ramirez shot to death a 66-year-old man in San Francisco, also shooting his wife, but the wife who survived the attack. Every wife survives the attack. Almost everyone, yeah. 
And then oh, in oh, August, like almost all the wives. That's what I'm saying. Almost yeah. all the wives survive. Mm-hmm. Or like the first victims. The second victims always die. But like the first victims that he does in the two day period or whatever it is, one of them survives. And it's yeah. usually the woman. But then when mm-hmm. he goes to the next house, they both die. Yeah. So then in August 24th of 1985, Ramirez traveled 50 miles south to Los Angeles to Mission Vejo and broke into the Mediterranean Village apartment to Bill Carnes, 29, and fiance Inez Erickson, 27. Ramirez shot Carnes in the head and raped Erickson. She demanded he swear her love for Satan and afterward forced her to perform oral intercourse on him, but then tied her and left. Erickson struggled to get to the window and saw the car Ramirez was driving. And he's able to give a description of both Ramirez and his orange Toyota station wagon. That's so interesting because with all of his victims, they were never able to get a description of him as well as even see the car he drove. And this is the turning point to where they're like, okay, we finally have some evidence on him. Because that's why it took so long for the cops to be able to do anything because it was a two-month span of all this happening. They literally got no information because either the people didn't see anything and were dead. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were just so destroyed they couldn't fucking remember. One thing that I also want to make note of and also reference is Ramirez's choice of religion. Ramirez is a hardcore satanic worshiper. Yeah, he's Satanist, yeah. And also... He notably drew pentagrams on his palm yeah. during the trials. Yep. So his trial began in 1989 after they caught him and got all the evidence and everything they needed. In September, he was convicted of 13 murders and a variety of other crimes. Nearly two months after that, he was sentenced to death with the judge stating that his crimes showed cruelty, callousness, ambitiousness beyond any human understanding. Ramirez never expressed remorse and after receiving his sentence, he stated, big deal. Death always went with territory. He was believed to have committed other murders and rapes, but was never charged for any additional crimes. And also, while he was on death row at San San Quentin State Prison, Ramirez was diagnosed with cancer. He died in 2013. Yeah, age 53. Yes, sir. I, so in a way, so I want to ask you, what is your view on the death penalty? Do you prefer someone to be killed and or just spend the rest of their days entirely alone in one small box until they die? It depends on the crime, my man. Well, like man in this like case, a man like Ramirez, honestly. Same thing with Ted Bundy. Like same a thing. man like Ramirez and a man like Ted Bundy. See the difference between Ted Bundy and Ramirez is when Ramirez got caught, they had everything they needed. When Ted Bundy got caught, it was like months until they finally got one piece yeah. of evidence and they pinned it on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with a person like Ramirez, if you have 157,000 percent evidence that this dude is that cruel of a person. I don't think he deserves a trial. No, for a fact. Yeah, I completely. I think that that person, pedophilia, rapists, everything. If it's gruesome, they don't deserve to get 
caught. I deserve that. Once they are, once they get seen, they should die right there. They shouldn't. I don't. I just. So you do believe have, in the death penalty, then? I do. I don't. No, I don't even think it should be a death penalty. I just think it should just be death, bro. There should be no somebody penalizing you to that. It should be the first person. It should be SOS, bro. The first person to see that motherfucker kills him. Oh, I got you. Because, because think about, he got convicted of 13 murders. But what if he did, like Ted Bundy, bro, all the people he killed? Like they're you saying think that that person like maybe... deserves a trial? No, no perfect. No. He had said, like, for Ted Bundy, he was maybe around 20 to 30 women, but there could easily have been 80. Maybe more, bro. Yeah, it's no, ridiculous. Like... No, if if you have 100% evidence and you have them, they deserve to die. I mean, not to kill them in the town. If you can capture them, capture them. And then take them somewhere and, you know, do the dirty deed, collect it, and say, hey, he's dead. Make sure of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then bury him there. Like, don't even give him a freaking ceremony. Don't even do nothing. Take his ashes, mm-hmm. burn it, and throw it somewhere, bro. Like, these dudes do not deserve trials. I'm sorry. Every oh, human no, deserves a second agree. chance. But if you're a murderer of hundreds or tens you do not deserve a second chance bro like you should like Like there's no way like uh, like my question was between death penalty and like living your life out in a small ass box which do you believe is more cruel and better for a punishment for him would you rather have i mean if it's like you throw his ass on the island and you got one dude who takes a boat over there, and this motherfucker's sitting in a box that he can never fucking leave, no matter how hard he goddamn tries. And they feed him every once in a while. Fuck it. But if he's allowed to go to a prison with other people, no. This motherfucker should never see another human besides the motherfucker who tells him what the fuck he can and cannot do. Cause, I don't yeah. know. Just people like that don't deserve anything, bro, in my opinion. Because my view on it is given the death penalty and having ex- being executed, I feel like that's the easy way to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's like, I don't agree with this, but it comes back to, um, a, I guess, like a, a viewpoint of, like, say, I'll take this as an example. So, like, for Superman, Batman, they all have their enemies, like Lex Luthor and Joker, right? Mm-hmm. You have the, they always catch them, put them in jail, but they escape and they come back just to be able to do more torture, be able to kill more people. You kill them, that finally all stops. They have no way of fucking coming back. But with people in the real world, when they are set to be executed or whatever, I am on the fence of they should die because they don't belong on this earth, but also I want them to suffer because they don't deserve to die that quickly and like the easy way out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also how big of a freaking murderer and whatever you are. Like, I mean, if like, yeah, I I am, I get that. Like I, I can, I can, I can vibe with that. Like basically it's like you, you've taken so many lives that you don't even deserve to get yours taken from you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm on the fence of like what would be more cruel and or we go into Chinese some... torture. Do you know what that is? Exactly. We go into Chinese some... Chinese water torture. Do you know what that is? Yep. Lay that dude on a wooden plank, suspend his fucking body and let water just 
and or we do some like samurai shit to where like you die from a hundred cuts to where the samurai would cut you specifically to where you don't die Die but you experience exactly yeah Yeah. i mean or do you or you make them do you want to go back to medieval shit bro hold up or we do the samurai do you make them like like kill themselves for like their honor like like for like for across their stomach and stuff i will touch you. but i know some medieval times they do some like like the torture that wishes like the people that they accused of witches and shit of like the the witch trials and like shit like that you should put them through that that, or like, or like, you cut that them up. Torture that I just looked up—that's a bad one, bro. The, the the medieval torture where they put you on a metal fucking triangle. Oh, pure, and they pull pure, you down. And they weigh you down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Oh. Imagine this. Imagine this. <gasps> I saw this on a show, but of course, it could easily be done now. I'm not trying to give any ideas, but like, so this, so what this uh, person did in the show was. He numbed these girls' hands, right? Yeah. And then while they were numb, he would stick either big-ass splinters of wood or drills in between their fingernails all the way up in their fingers. But that's when their fingers are numb. The real pain is when it slowly sets in when the numbness goes away. What? You, You know what I mean? Wait, what? So, like, you know how you get shot and yeah. sometimes you don't feel it because of the adrenaline? Yeah. But once the adrenaline fades away, you do feel You're it? like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the same thing. You're, you, they purposely numb your hands so that they do all this stuff to you. But then once the numbness goes away, that's when you feel all the pain. And or you get multiple cuts around all on your body and they make you jump in like lemon juice (laughs) oh man that would hurt like a motherfucker bro like salty ass lemon juice bro my when i ever experienced the feeling of that dude fuck that like paper cuts thousands of paper cuts bro oh my God, dude, my body is like giving up. <laughs> but let's tell the story about how Richard got caught. So finally, when we got a description of Richard Ramirez's car, and we actually got a facial description of him as well, there was an APB put out on him. So everyone, everyone is looking for this dude. Seriously. This whole town was being done, man being hunt. scared. Everyone was fucking sick of it. They wanted him to be once, done. Yeah, once his picture, once his identity was out, everybody was else fucked. was too. Yeah. yeah. So, somebody had noticed him walking down the street. So, that person called him out and literally started chasing him himself. Soon enough, when everyone realized who that person was, there was a humongous, humongous angry mob chasing after this dude. And finally, when Richard Ramirez took a wrong turn or he finally got caught or caught up to, this whole fucking group started to beat on this dude so badly and started to beat the fuck out of him. 
the police officers needed to come in as soon as they got there. Needed to spread it, spread up the like, mob like, or whatever. They needed to extinguish the fire of that mob. Like they were literally going to beat this man to death right there at all of. And if the police them. didn't show up in time, he would, would have, have fucking been yes. dead. Like, and there is a very, very famous photo of him in the cop car after being arrested, bro. He's got his head full of bandages because of how lux like his head mummy. was caved in. Yeah. Bro, like it is like seeing that photo, I'm like, dude, I can't like I can't imagine that main guy that caught up to him in the first place, the first dude to really fucking wail on him. You know, imagine oh, yeah, how like that how, one to drop him, bro. Like imagine how like happy Ooh. and like how satisfied he was and how he could have just fucking kept going. Like that at that point, your energy is up to the fucking roof. You're super Satan five and you're fucking going at it, bro. Ah, I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. And then honestly, bro, I feel like I, I feel like I have a mental picture of how it went down, right? So this this stupid dude ran down like an alley or something, right? This is all me just painting a picture. This dumbass Richard Ramirez ran down an alley, mob on one side, mob on the other side, right? They knew this dude. They're like, yeah, we got him. The dude that caught to him because they like stopped to stop him, but then a couple dudes ran at him, bro. I guarantee as soon as that first dude dropped him, motherfuckers pulled his ass back so that they could get blows on him. Oh, as soon as he dropped, motherfuckers swarmed him. People bro. were probably fighting each other to get to this. Get fucking him. Guy. Yes, it was probably like a battle to just get one punch. At on least one good fucking hit, a good kick to the fucking <laughs> chest, the stomach, a good punch to the head or something. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, he's all, he looks like a mummy, straight bandaged. And he looks like that fucking face that he's got in there. Like his eyes, the way they're like he looks, fucking, he looks like you know what yeah, I mean. Like the yeah. way his eyes point upwards. Like it's so yeah. fucking weird. Weird, bro. He looks like an alien. Honestly, the picture that they drew of him wasn't oh, that bad. No, no, no. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a bowl cut. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's not that bad, but it's like. Yeah, they it's definitely not that good. could have put more work better. into the cheekbones because he had more yeah. cheekbone definition. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. That's what he was. He's a weirdo, bro. A fucking bad guy. He's out here wearing sunglasses in his court cases and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's some cool ass dude. And what pisses me off? Hands is like, in his pockets and shit. Yeah, the, like this one photo that I'm looking at right here. Like it pisses me off. Like. I think he's sitting down in between two people. Like, he's, like, smirking at the cameraman. Or not smirking at the cameraman, but he's smirking at someone. And oh, you mean, like, it's the taken? black and white photo? Yeah. With the guy on the left is, like, looking yeah. downwards. And then the guy on the yeah. right has got the mustache. Yeah. This fucking photo literally shows of, like, like, if he could easily do this and then he wouldn't even fucking hesitate. Like, or he's probably thinking about all the people he'd want to kill in that fucking room. Yeah. Or he's trying yeah. to remember faces and shit so that if he does get out, he can go to their places. Yeah. Like, that fucking photo just shows, like, it's like a different level of, like, Ted Bundy. Because Ted Bundy would walk around knowing he's fucking attractive. He's able to fucking do all this shit. Because mm-hmm. he's able to easily lure women. Like, him, he's just like, I remember you guys. Yeah, right. There's the pen. He... He uh, stood up, smiled at the camera, and held up his hand to show yep. the pentagram. Yep. So, um, with the case of Richard Ramirez, with all the families that he's done torture to and all the people that he's affected, my condolences to you. And I yeah, hope for sure uh, everything 
in the I future. I hope that you found well. peace. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that you have been able to get past this now that he is finally gone and you'll be able to move on and try to find happiness in your life and just know that he's no longer out there. You know what I mean? Just know finally. that your family... But, yeah, your family is safe. But Maverick, let us move on to today's conspiracy theory. Well, since you said something, we're talking about <laughs> Disney, right? <laughs> I'm not going to get into this because we might get shot, but... Uh, okay. I'm trying to figure out how to approach this because this is a very, very, very delicate subject. Like, this is... Okay, for one, what is Disney? Everybody knows what Disney is, man. They own like 85% of everything in the fucking world. Every music label is owned by Sony. Guess who owns Sony? Disney. Guess who owns Disney? I'm not going to talk about him. Um, but anyways, Walt Disney created Disney. Walt Disney was a pedophile. Just going to get that out there. Just saying he was a weird ass. I know people like kids and shit, but who creates a wonder park for little children to come visit? I'm just saying it's kind of weird, dude. You know what I mean? Like, there are no really until, like, now adult rides. You know, it was all, like, princesses. And, like, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. But uh, Walt Disney wanted to put a dome over... Uh, is it Atlanta? Orlando. Oh, Orlando. To control the environment and to control the in and out traffic. He wanted to rule that city, but he never got the chance to, right? So growing on that, Walt Disney was already like a um, dictator sort of shit or dictator sort of-esque. Like he wanted all the power. So whoever Disney got transferred to, and I'm guessing it's the people we're not going to talk about, was like, look at the power that that thing has. Look at the power that that empire has. And they just keep building and 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 building. And now they own almost everything. Okay. Disney owns a thing called Wayfair. If y'all do not know, in America alone, every year, 460,000 children go missing without any reports of ever being seen again wayfair sells body-sized objects enough to fit somebody in there with their with the missing children's name for twenty thousand dollars who's gonna buy a toy box that says gabriel on it for twenty thousand dollars you know what i mean so there's a lot of speculation and a lot of conspiracies that human trafficking and shit is going on with Wayfair and Amazon. And if you look all this shit up, uh, it's all gone now. Like uh, me, me and my girlfriend's mom, we did a little research uh, and we found, we found these things that were being sold, like these objects and these, I don't want to say children because I don't know if it's true, but these children that have been, been sold and, um, now they're all gone. Every single site that had that on it is gone. And I don't know, it's a little suspicious because Wayfair is owned by Disney. 
Who's going to buy a toy box for $20,000? Why does this toy box, the exact same name as this kid that's been missing for 10 years? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like another thing with Disney and like all that, like there's so much that could happen that they don't tell us. This war, like, think and about I didn't it. know Disney had any correlation to Wayfair. Yeah, Disney owns Wayfair. Um, I didn't know that, I guess. Uh, what was I going to say? There's so many things being pushed. Like, there are so many bots. And when I mean bots, I mean computers <laughs> or, or like accounts that aren't real people that are being pushed into your feeds and shit. They're just pushing these fake people's feeds into your accounts like i mean obviously you're following real people like if you know them but if some like you know what i mean when you get that message that's like 16 years or like 18 and older follow me for blah 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 like that's a fake account you know what i mean and all this shit is to push us with bullshit so that we're so distracted on okay all this shit what's really fucking happening because if you really think about it we don't have any power that's why all this shit is going on right now you know what i mean like we have we have no capability to do anything. Like me and you cannot go change the United States right now if we wanted to, because the people do not have power. And the fact that we as humans have let ourselves be distracted, it has given the chance for the elites to take over. And there's a lot of shit that I could talk about, but we are not gonna get into all of it. I'm just saying, if you like conspiracy theories, and you know a lot about the Wayfair Disney situation, I would definitely look into it. But be careful on what you click because a lot of it is very fucked up. Yeah. But it's so fucked up that there's no way it's made up. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't one of those conspir- like just do the research, guys. Just look at yeah. it. Just 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 look at it. Yeah. Well, with that, thank you very much, Matt Record, the conspiracy theory of the day. And uh you wanna the wrap it up? This one won't be so dark. The next one yeah. won't be so dark. You wanna wrap it up then? Um yeah thank you thank everybody for watching i hope you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend uh i hope uh everybody's staying safe with this covid stuff i hope nobody's being too dumb about the decisions and ignorant yes everybody stay safe i hope you have a positive mind and a positive future and uh remember that this is just unsolved you know what i mean it is just unsolved it's all theories and all self-made conspiracies so i hope you guys enjoy all right peace guys later boys